Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Art of Relationships show. I'm live again, uh, as promised, uh, doing five days in a row, uh, Tuesday through Saturday. So today's Thursday. I will be live tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday at 12 noon Eastern time. Uh, so I appreciate everybody tuning in. As always, you can join in the live chat down below, people. And uh, appreciate everybody on Instagram following. Throw out your questions, your comments. Today, I'm going to be talking about relationship maturity and how many people out there will bash, will bash their partner for doing that, doing this, doing this. But can you own your what you do in a relationship? Can you own your own shit? <laughs> so uh, talk about emotional maturity. I'm going to give some tips, some highlights as far as what's going on. Murad, Hassan, I appreciate you, man. Peace. Thanks. <clears throat> so I'm going to be uh, talking about that. As I mentioned on uh, Instagram before I went live everywhere else, I'm fighting a wicked cold. My voice, I'm hopefully uh, people can hear me. I know I'm going to sound like crap, but I'm going to fight through this, and I appreciate everybody telling me. So we're going to talk about emotional maturity, and that is uh, I flattered, sponsored again by realizedfantasy.com slash Greg. So check it out and I'll get into more of that later on people. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after the intro. Okay, and I'm back uh, back live here with the Art of Relationship show. And you can catch me all over the place, uh, YouTube, Facebook. That's usually where I do the show live, Instagram, under Love Guru Greg. And if you're just looking for the audio version, check it out every listening platform under the Art of Relationship show, okay? Um, people don't know I'm a fully licensed professional counselor, uh, relationship and sex specialist, and have been for over two decades now. I know I'm old, as you can tell. No, I I lost uh, lost this when I was young, 19, 20, started probably when I was 17 and a half. <coughs> yeah, so I know uh, all my uh, black friends and stuff, I always say, white don't crack, right? So hit me up, join the discussion below the comments, throw out your questions, comments. I'm going to be talking about emotional, or I'm sorry, well, that's part of it, emotional about relationship maturity and how many people look at, uh, before the intro, I talked about <clears throat> how many people look at, you know, they always blame their partner, right? And I asked, you know, couples in my office when, um, hey, what do you do to cause problems in a relationship, right? And it's a way to have people, you know, sort of look in the mirror and own what they do in a relationship. And let's face it, ever once in a while, I get somebody that will say, I don't do anything wrong, Greg. I don't do anything wrong. And I'll ask, hey, their partner, whatever, what do you do? You know, what are they doing to cause problems in a relationship to make you feel maybe not loved, disrespected, uh, maybe not desired, that you feel like you're not a priority, not important. Maybe you feel like you're just a piece of meat or you're a paycheck, those type of situations. So that's where I want you to look at what do you do in part of relationship maturity of course, is emotional maturity, and are you able to hear the truth from your partner? Now, when I say the truth, right, 
It could be your truth, your partner's truth. We're talking about perspectives, right? When I say truth, we're not looking at the absolute truth. We're looking at how you impact one another in the relationship. And can you own what you do in that relationship? And if that person and part of uh, relationship maturity is also looking at, are you mature enough to know that maybe this relationship or marriage has run its course and it's no longer healthy and it might even be toxic or, you know, what I'm looking at. And again, you know, that doesn't mean people, oh, I'm not happy, you know, whatever, nothing's, you know, it's not perfect like I expected. <clears throat> nothing's perfect, okay? And part of a relationship maturity, emotional maturity is looking at, you know, what can you do to improve it to do your part instead of quit bashing and looking at that other person, right? <clears throat> and sometimes it, it's not that easy. And it comes to a point where we can try this, we can try that. I'm open. I love to talk. I can talk about anything. And, you know, then we look at if that person doesn't do their part, now we have to look at either we want different things or, you know, what are we going to work on that and try to get more connected, a deeper connection, mind, body, heart, and soul. And that means, you know, emotional connection, sexually connected, that type of aspect and what your expectations are. So emotional maturity is definitely part of it. And a lot of people assume that it has a lot to do with age, right? And we know people, I talk to people left and right, right? <clears throat> that we assume someone that's 50, 60, 40, they're emotional, emotionally mature. Not at all. Um, I talk to people, I have people that are 20, 21 years old, that have the emotional intelligence you would think of a 40, 50-year-old and the reverse that some people have the emotional maturity of a 16-year-old, a 21-year-old where they shy away from everything, they giggle. Um, so part of a relationship maturity, I'm going to run down some aspects and look at are these areas that you can improve on and maybe you want your partner to improve on as well. And I tell people, part of relationship maturity is speaking from, hey, I would love it if you did this. I would love it if you did that. Instead of you do this, you do that. The negative, the the bashing, the criticizing. Hey, I would love it. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. Then we have to look at some situations to where that relationship, do you want different things or what is good enough for both of you? Uh, like I said, <coughs> excuse me, I'm fighting a wicked cold, sinus infection, something going on. So my voice might not be that great. Maybe it sounds deeper. Maybe it sounds sexier since I have this cold or whatever going on. But again, uh, throw down your comments, your questions, you know, down below. I'll try to read them off, you know, as best I can. And I'm, my passion has always been to help people have that dynamic relationship. Again, not perfect but also to promote self-love and self-respect, right? So we look at, um, are you able to respond to your partner with respect, right? Um, for an example, you might ask your partner, hey, do I look good in this? Or, hey, I'm thinking of this. What do you think this idea is? It could be painting a room, uh, taking a trip, a vacation, and you or anything, doing a date night, whatever it is, and you respond, that's a dumb idea, that's stupid, why would you think that? You know why? You got your head up your ass or you get me? That's very disrespectful, it's belittling, it's bashing, it's criticizing, right? 
instead of, oh, you know what, I'd rather do this. I'd love to do that. I get you want to do that. Maybe we could do this instead. So how you respond is a big part of relationship or marital dating even maturity. It's part of emotional maturity. And are you able to hear the truth or do you start calling them names, right? The old scenario about, um, and I talked about this as an example, maybe you're looking for your partner and you, how, how do I look? Do I look nice, you know, dressed up, going to work or maybe out for an evening? And your partner says, ah, I like it better if you wore this. Or I can't believe that. You're mean. You're rude. And they start calling you names for you being honest with them. Your thought, you asked a question. Now can you hear the truth? And this is all part of relationship maturity. It's talking about are you able to hear each other's perspective and go deeper into it and ask, hey, why do you feel that way? You know, what's causing you to think that way? And as you hear the dogs, like I said, I'm, I don't want to get anyone sick, so I'm working doing virtual from home. And you can hear the one dog in the back room out of the two <clears throat> barking. So <laughs> barking at everything, right? So you can look at, you know, what is going on in that relationship. And number one, can you hear that person's truth and what they think? what they feel without getting defensive and without bashing and without flipping that script. Okay. So a lot of people and I, I'm honest. Okay. I did a show about, Hey women, can you hear the truth? Because it seems like a lot of women, not all, a lot of women have a hard time owning what they do in a relationship and being able to hear their partner's truth without getting defensive flipping the script, bashing, and that needs to stop. And then they're wondering why their partner doesn't talk anymore, doesn't share anything. And then it gets to, well, if I can't bring up a problem or I can't bring up an issue or how I feel, you know what, I'm going to shut down. And then that's when resentment builds and you wonder why that distance comes up and it pops up in the relationship. And the other person, oh, you're distant, you're distant. They're not looking at what am I doing to cause that, okay? So part of a huge aspect of relationship maturity is being able to own what you do, look at what you do in a relationship. Not only good, we want that, but also looking at what you do that needs to be improved or what things you can stop doing, like name-calling, bashing. When I mean flipping the script, right? Hey, I don't feel loved. I don't feel desired from you that much. And it turns in, well, you don't respect me. You don't love me. You get me? That is a prime example of flipping the script instead of saying, hey, what can I do to show you I do desire you? What can I do to show you I do love you? If that is the case, like I said, I don't want anybody to do something that they don't want to do, right? If they don't love that person, I don't want you to tell them I love you. If you don't desire that person, I don't want you to fake it because you're afraid to hurt that person's feelings or cause an argument. So you sell yourself out and you give up your sense of, you know, self-love and self-respect that I talk about all the time. Hey, smile, King. I appreciate everybody uh, joining in. I appreciate it. <clears throat> so if you have questions, comments, please, you know, drop them uh, down below in the questions. And I'll do my best to answer them. So 
this is a part of an aspect, and I, I love, um, I call people out, okay? <laughs> I, I tell people, when I call people out on their stuff, I do it compassionately, empathically, um, out of care, out of concern, to highlight, hey, you know what, I did see this, and it's not, you done this, you done, you know, to be disrespectful and rude and bash people. That's not what I'm about. But my job is, and part of what my professional philosophy is, is to be able to call people out when I see things. Hey, why don't you tell them this instead of that? <laughs> you know what? That you can speak from the heart and the soul, and that is part of the emotional maturity aspects. If your partner does something that you disagree with or maybe that hurt your feelings, another aspect of emotional maturity is do you throw temper tantrums? Do you bash? Do you call each other out your name? Do you call names, right? Um, are you able to look at, hey, what's going on? And it's very difficult when your partner, you found out maybe they cheated on you, okay? I'm a realist, and I tell people, you know, I get couples. Remember, Greg said to be calm, don't throw a temper tantrum. Let's be real, okay? I'm, I'm a realist, and it's going to be very difficult that you don't throw a temper tantrum, throw words out, call each other name in the heat of emotional trauma and devastation, like a cheating aspect, okay? Uh, after that, you need to be about, hey, what's going on? I was hurt. I was crushed. I was devastated. Even those situations, that doesn't give someone a right to belittle, to call someone names, to rip them apart, to bash them. And we understand it, right? But part of emotional and relationship maturity is being able to look at, hey, what can I do to find out what's going on? What caused the problems? That doesn't mean we have to like it, agree with it. It's not justified and it's not condoned, okay? Not at all. Hey, Candy Cane, I appreciate you tuning in. Um, so we need to be able to look at the situation and what can we do to improve? So emotional maturity, a lot of people assume I'm a grown-ass adult, right? And that doesn't make you emotionally mature, right? Um, being a certain age doesn't make you emotionally mature. Uh, emotional maturity comes across as being able to hear your partner, what their issues are, what's going on with them, and are you able to put yourself in their shoes? I run into couples all types of couples, same-sex couples, um, heterosexual. I work with a lot, okay? A lot of different cultures, um, races, beliefs. You know, most of my clients are black. I, I love that. Um, are people of color. <clears throat> but some people won't own what they do. It's like it's okay for them to cheat four, five, six times. But if their partner cheated, oh, they can't tolerate it and they're done. And that's where I get rid of, you know, being... Having hypocrisy is not about emotional intelligence. It's about being able to understand the depths of the pain you caused and to own that stuff. That's relationship maturity, right? Nothing's perfect. We we all might screw up. We all might have issues. We all do. I'm not perfect either, okay? So are we able to look at those situations and to be able to correct it and to you know, if your part, if your person says, oh, I feel bored in a relationship, I like to do that. Well, that's up to you. That's your problem. Instead of working as a team and looking at what your role is in that situation, 
talking about roles real quick, okay? What about role playing in your relationship, okay? And this episode um, is sponsored by realizedfantasy.com slash Greg. Check them out, okay? This is, it's a new platform. It's a new website where you get to record. I had a brain fart for a minute, sorry. You get to record your own voices, your voice, your partner's voice into different role-playing scenarios, okay, which is really, really cool. A lot of people might role-play, but they have a hard time. What do I say? How do I act? Well, realizefantasy.com writes the script for you, so you get to use your voice. It's really cool, okay? So, Realize Fantasy program stars you and your partner as the main characters. Of You can act like your actors, um, actresses in a theater production in your own life, right? By weaving your voices as the leading characters with their own professional narration, you're pulled into a new fantasy identity in the unfolding plot, okay? So you can play that doctor-nurse scenario or doctor-patient or you're picking your partner up at the bar or in a grocery store, that type of situation. And um, it's dynamic. It's very cool, right? Uh, they have over 100 programs, so you can be more sultry, more maybe debonair, if you will, or you can be more risque and more nasty type of... They have a bunch of over 100 programs to choose from, and they're adding dozens every month, okay? So... You can enjoy the initial seven programs completely free, okay, with no sign-up or strings attached. And then after that, you get full access for $9.95 a month. $9.95 a month. That's it. Under 10 bucks. You do the voice. They give you the script. And you can act out certain role plays all over the place. What a way to spice up your sex life, spice up your relationship, and have fun with it, okay? So check them out. Uh, realizedfantasy.com slash Greg, and you'll get uh, the special deal and everything, okay? And I want to thank them as well for sponsoring uh, live extra live episodes this week. So going back into emotional maturity, um, what do you do? I'd, I'd love to hear from people out there. What do you do that could improve in the relationship? And right before uh, the sponsor announcement, you know, I was talking about couples of all ages, and one person will, I do everything right. This is what I want. This is what I want, and you need to cater to me. And I'm like, what? That's sort of arrogant. Maybe everyone throws out the word narcissistic aspects, but I'm looking at what do you do? I'm not talking about me, Greg, what I do, what I don't do. I'm talking about I want this from my partner, that from my partner. That tells me that they pretend to be all put together, they tend to be emotionally mature, relationship maturity, right? I'm a grown woman. I'm a grown man. I'm like, that doesn't make you have relationship maturity, right? Relationship maturity, again, it's not getting defensive. It's asking about what you can do to improve the relationship. It's asking what you can stop doing to improve the relationship. It's being able to own what you do. And a lot of people have a hard time doing that because of, let's face it, it could be embarrassment. They're afraid to do that. Maybe they're just, they're arrogant and they can't see what they do wrong 
or they'll never admit it. Like a lot of, let's face it, a lot of companies, major companies out there, you never hear them uh, admit wrongdoing, right? They never say, oh, I'm sorry, whatever. Oh, we corrected the problem. There's no apology, right? So part of that is not being relationship mature. Let's, I'm going to throw it out there. You're a relationship, dating, um, married, definitely. That's not about relationship maturity where you never admit you do something wrong. And that is a huge gripe I hear from couples in my office on a daily basis where, oh, they never admit they're wrong. I've never heard her. I never heard him tell me I'm sorry. <clears throat> and it hurts, right? It feels like you don't care how your partner feels. And when I mentioned about, you know, the, each other's truth and perspective, that doesn't have to be the absolute truth. No, it's hearing what your partner, why they feel a certain way, why they think a certain way. And that's part of um, not only relationship maturity, but uh, emotional maturity as well. Okay. So when your partner comes to you, I don't want them to bash them, right? They could, you don't do this. You don't do that, right? Maybe I'm guilty of that. Maybe you're guilty of that listening. Instead of that, can you say, hey, I'd like you, I, I don't feel loved. I want to feel more loved by you. I want to feel more respected by you. And say that person goes, oh yeah, you don't respect me. And I use this as an example at the beginning of the episode today. You don't respect, hey, you know what? I, I want to know how I don't respect you. But right now I'm talking about me. And part of a huge another aspect of relationship maturity is not flipping the script. It's being able to hear your partner speak fully, honestly, about how they feel and what they're thinking without interrupting, without cutting them off. You get me? Again, it sounds easy, right? In theory, it sounds easy, but it takes work. It takes practice. And then, hey, you know what? Am I making you feel disrespective? Am I making you feel loved? Am I making you feel, you know, listened and heard? And that's a big part of, you know, relationship maturity is being able to go, I call it the ebb and flow, the back and forth, and not over-talking somebody, not cutting them off, right? Not interrupting them. And you can even say, hey, I want. are you through? And part of that is also, hey, thanks for listening. I want to know now what you are feeling. I want to know how I can make you feel more loved or juice up our sex life or that type of situation. And if the same patterns keep repeating itself, you wonder why there's issues because maybe one or both of you are not feeling listened to. You feel cut off. You feel disrespected. And that's not about relationship maturity. Relationship maturity is caring about what your person is feeling, what they're going through, but it can't be one-sided. It's got to work both ways, okay? So, um, again, I appreciate. Check out realizedfantasy.com. Share the episodes all over the place. Check out my YouTube uh, Facebook, please follow me, subscribe. I'd love it. My passion is, oh, I got a question about uh, where are you from? I'm actually from uh, Detroit. I'm in Metro Detroit. My office is in Southfield. I used to be downtown Detroit for a long time. So Detroit, Michigan, that is. So um, you can get a hold of me. I, I'm very flattered, okay, and humbled to help people. That's my passion. Uh, the art of relationships 
org. Again, that's plural, the art of relationships.org. You can check me out all over social media, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all over um, under Love Guru Greg. And you can uh, check out my website again, the art of relationships.org. Uh, the show is always on um, the audio version only is under the Art of Relationships show, and that's on every listening platform out there. And as as I mentioned, I'm a fully licensed professional counselor, relationship and sex specialist, and have been for over two decades now. And I'm very flattered to help people. I'm always so honored to have people um, try to have me help them and invite me into their most personal uh, life and troubles and problems that they're dealing with. I'll never take that for granted, okay? And I appreciate you for tolerating my voice. Like I said, I'm fighting a wicked cold uh, sinus thing. My throat's on fire. Uh, So that's why I'm working from uh, home today. So I appreciate you. Peace and love to everybody out there. Um, You have a very safe and happy holiday season as well. Candy cane. Thanks. Peace out, everybody. Take care. Um, And remember, catch me live tomorrow, 12 noon Eastern time, same place, same time. I'm doing the show live tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday, actually. So peace and love to everybody else.